Welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, an honest and fun body positive podcast by me, Anne-Marie Miles. Are you struggling with your weight? Do you wish that you didn't think about food so often? Are there days when you'd wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator? Well then, this might just be the podcast for you. I share my story, a lifelong battle with weight, food and mental health struggles. I share it alongside some of my writing on the subject and some of the wisdom I've gleaned from my life as a Christian. So join me for this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Hello there and welcome to this week's edition of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Really great to have you with me. Thank you so much for the feedback from last week's interview with Karen of the KJ Way. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's, do go and have a listen. Karen uh, is a mindfulness coach and she mainly works with um, companies, businesses. But we were talking about mindful eating last week and it was really good. And Karen is actually going to come back in a few weeks time and do a kind of a follow up. So make sure to catch the chat with Karen last week. So what have we got this week? Well, uh, I I made a bit of a blunder um, the other day and it made me think of uh, kind of how I need to be careful what I say. I, I do have um, I do have a bit of a tendency sometimes to just say the wrong thing. And, you know, I know as a, as a child and as a as a young person, I did kind of speak before I thought. Um, and even now, sometimes I say something and go, oh, my goodness, you know, why didn't you just wait? Why didn't you just wait and not say anything? Then you would have realized that you, you didn't have the context of the conversation correctly. So what happened was I'm chatting to this lady. And she's telling me a little bit about her life and her spiritual life, her journey with God. And she said, and one day I was invited to a large ladies Bible study. And before she had a chance to say any more, I jumped in and went, oh, my goodness, what a brilliant idea. Now, that is a brilliant idea. A, a Bible study for large ladies. I mean, that is great because really we need. And as I'm effusing my enthusiasm for this large ladies Bible study, I can see her face is changing. And I went, oh, she went, yeah, sorry, I meant like a large Bible study, you know, like a Bible study with lots of ladies, not a Bible study with large ladies. I was like, OK, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. And we kind of lost 10 minutes of kind of, OK, um, oh, I'm so, so and it actually reminded me of when I was working in for the local newspaper in Tala, when I was working for the Echo and there was an ad for a. Um, a small blue child's wardrobe. <laughs> we were trying to work out whether it was a, a wardrobe for small children or a small wardrobe for a child or a small wardrobe for a blue child. <laughs> a small blue child's wardrobe. It just made me think of that. We really we need to be careful about how we phrase things. I mean, a lot of things they don't they don't really cause us problems, do they? I mean, a lot of things we say and we might a slip of the tongue and it's fine and it's funny you know a play on words and it doesn't cause any harm but sometimes we can say things and they can hurt you know they can cause problems and it's really important to remember that we can't take 
anything back. You can't, nothing we've said can be unsaid. And I bet anybody who's listening to this, because I definitely have plenty of instances where I think, oh my goodness, if I just hadn't said that, if I just hadn't said that thing, if I hadn't, oh gosh, why did I say that? And I, I would bet all the money in my pocket against all the money in your pocket that you listen if you're listening to this then you have an instance of that where you've said something and you wish that you could swallow those words and unsay them we you know there are times when we really need to be careful about what we say and it's even a biblical principle it's a really biblical principle about what we say and it says in the book of James when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take a ship as an example. They are very large, but they are driven in strong winds and steered by a small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire. A world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire. Now, it corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. Like the tongue is a tiny part of our bodies, but my goodness, the power. I mean, I can't, I, I, I don't know about you, but for me, I remember 10 insults for every compliment I remember. And, and and I'm being creative with the maths there. I probably remember 25 or 50 insults for every compliment I remember. So that means that we need to compliment people 25 times more for it to just be even, for it to just even out, certainly in my case. But I, I imagine you might be the same, that you remember the criticism or the criticism remains longer than the praise does, you know. And I just think we we really need to be careful what we say to each other. I remember talking to a counsellor one time and talking about a, a situation in my life. And I said, I, I don't know whether I should go to that person and tell them this, that and the other. And he said, well, you know, it is up to you. It's it, You need to decide what's important. But remember that words are like bursting a big pillow of feathers in a room. It's very, very hard to get them all back. I will never forget him saying that to me. He said, because there will all, there will be always be one lingering somewhere, floating around somewhere. Very hard to get them back. And that has stayed with me. That's real. And that doesn't mean I've never made mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes and I've said the wrong things. But that bit of advice has stayed with me and it has stopped me on occasion <laughs> from saying the wrong thing. So, I mean, this isn't a Bible study. This isn't a slap on the wrist for, for anything, because what I'm going to do is I'm bringing it back, really, to just as powerful as words are to others. They are very, very powerful to ourselves. How do you speak to yourself? How do you speak about yourself? Now, you know, we've talked about this before, but it's just I just feel it's important to say it again. How are you speaking to yourself and about yourself? 
what is the power of the tongue? What is the power of words? What is that doing to you, to yourself? Because there's plenty of kind of, oh gosh, I'm so stupid. Oh God, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. Why did I do that? And my husband's always saying to me, no, you're not stupid and you're not an idiot. And I'm like, well, you know, can I say I did a stupid thing? He's like, oh, all right then. But you aren't stupid. And it's good. It's it's nice to have somebody in my life who reminds me to remind myself of that. But we should really be careful about what we say to one another, but also what we say to ourselves. Now, I know I promised I wouldn't do a Bible study, but I can't find any any better wisdom. And when we talk about words, wobbles and wisdom, you know, the wisdom's always going to come from the Bible. But there's lots of talk about the things that we say. So I'm just going to read a few Proverbs. All right. So Proverbs eleven twelve. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbour. A sensible person keeps quiet. Proverbs eleven seventeen. Your own soul is nourished when you are kind. It is destroyed when you are cruel. Now, isn't that really interesting? If you are kind to somebody else or cruel to somebody else, it affects your soul. Your own soul is nourished when you are kind. It is destroyed when you are cruel. And then Proverbs 15, 1 says, A gentle answer quiets anger, but a harsh one stirs it up. And I don't know if you've ever noticed that when there's an argument or a heated discussion, maybe at work or at home or whatever, and then there's somebody who just comes in with that kind of gentle response and they just lower the temperature of the discussion. They just take down the kind of the the temperature in the room. And there are some people who are just so good at that. They come into a room and they're just able to bring, you know, they're able to cool the jets with their gentle words. And Proverbs 15, 4, kind words heal and help, cutting words wound and maim. Now, I know I have said cutting words, all right? I know I have said cutting words to people. And it says here that cutting words can wound and maim. And like I said before, don't we remember the cutting words that people have said to us? You know, for every compliment I remember, I remember probably a couple of dozen cutting words because they wound and they maim and to maim something is to leave a permanent mark on something and uh, but kind words heal and help and then proverbs 16:24 kind words are like honey they are sweet to the spirit and bring healing to the body imagine that kind words have the power to bring healing to the body. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. And I know that you could find wisdom like this outside of the Bible. You know, I know that there is wisdom. This is where I get my wisdom. But I know, you know, if you're saying, oh, I don't believe the Bible, I don't believe anything in the Bible. That's fine. You go look somewhere else. I'm telling you, that wisdom is in other places. Words have power. And the words we say to ourselves have the power to either give us strength or to weaken us. And there's um, a thing that we do in Tech Pixies where we we kind of try and change our thinking a little bit by repeating kind of positive things to ourselves. And I found it really helpful. It's something that I should do more often, actually. But one of the one of the things we do in preparation to say those positive things to each other is we imagine somebody we absolutely love and adore. 
and we say to them the things that we say to ourselves, oh, you're rubbish or you're stupid. You'll never. I know that if a young niece or nephew of mine came to me and said, oh, I want to be a writer. I want, you know, or I want to be a singer. I want to be a musician. I would be completely 100 percent supportive of that dream, of that vision. Even, you know, whether I believe they could do it or not, because I love them and because that's their dream, I'd be completely supportive. So what this process does is it encourages you to be that positivity, but to yourself, to believe in your own dream, to not talk your own dream down and to not bring what they call limiting beliefs, to get rid of those limiting beliefs and to actually speak positivity to yourself and, and to be kind and be gentle and do those things that it says that words can do. Good words satisfy. This is another proverb, Proverbs 18. Good words satisfy like a fine meal. Proverbs 20. Wise words are more valuable than much gold. Proverbs 25. Telling lies. This is amazing. Telling lies about friends is like attacking them with clubs swords and sharp arrows telling lies about a friend you might as well be actually hitting them that's how impactful telling lies about a friend is it's the equivalent of actually physically hurting them that's how strong our words are and if you've had any negativity in your life if you've had anyone talk you down or discourage you you know that that is still with you unless you've worked through worked through lots of therapy which some of you may have done and that's wonderful but for a lot of us that stuff is still there that stuff stays there and we have to battle past that every day to do the things we know that we're good at so that's really what I wanted to talk about today. There is that kind of lighter, funnier side of saying stuff, the slip of the tongue and uh, the large ladies Bible study <laughs> and the small blue child's wardrobe and all of that stuff. But we we need to be careful. We need to be careful about what we say to others and what we say to ourselves. And one of the things that has really encouraged me is the messages that I've had about the podcast. I had one really, really negative, and of course, it stayed with me. But I've had lots of I've had lots of com compliments about the podcast as well. And we need that. We need, like I say, we need a number of positive comments to cancel out one negative comment. So make sure to be positive. Give somebody a positive compliment, a positive comment today or over the weekend. Because everyone you do, it helps to chip away at anything negative somebody has said to them. And it really is worthwhile. But more importantly, start it with yourself. Listen to the way you talk about yourself and the way you talk to yourself. And start speaking positivity to yourself and undoing those negative things if you've been saying them about yourself. Or maybe that others through childhood or through the years have said you know, you're, you'll never be any good. You'll never be as good as your brother or your sister. All of that stuff that we carry with us. Start speaking positivity to yourself. And change and chip away and eventually remove that negative stuff that has left its mark. So I thought I would share with you a story that I wrote. If you've looked at the website, annemariemiles.co.uk, you've probably seen that I've written some books and two of my books are short story collections. One of the stories in the second collection 
which is called A Sense of the Sea and other stories. One of the stories is called I Think Two, as in iPad, I think, and the number two. I Think Two. And uh, it's about the power of words. Oh, there's an e-bubble from Xander, said Star. I wonder what she wants. I just spoke to her on hologram Skype. Hologram Skype, you're so old-fashioned, Mum. You know I can't use that virtual multiverse machine. I love my old hologram Skype portal. I don't know what I'll do when it vaporises. You can't get them any more. Not even second-hand on Space Bay. I wonder what Xander wants now. Well, why don't you pop the e-bubble and find out, said Star's son, tutting and throwing his eyes up to Vector Delta. Star tipped the bubble above her head and heard her friend's voice say, Hi, Star. Thanks for your e-bubble. I'm sorry you don't like my suggestion of going to the Build-A-Boyfriend store to find a partner for the Cyberball. I just wish that you told me when we were chatting on hologram Skype rather than saying you thought it was a good idea and then e-bubbling me later to say you thought it was a bad idea. I'm going ahead with it anyway. I hope I have more success than you expect. Star stood with her mouth open, shaking her head at her son. Ooh, mum, he said. That must sting. I never sent that e-bubble, said Star, still shaking her head. I never sent it. I would never say that. I mean, I thought it, yeah, but I would never say it. Star heard her son stifle a triumphant, yes. What are you up to, she said. Nothing, he replied. Star wasn't convinced. She knew to be suspicious when he had one of those Botox wouldn't melt facial expressions. What have you done, Star demanded. Nova Cosmo Jekyll, if I have to power up your father, I will. Nova couldn't hold it in. It worked, he squealed. What are you talking about? What worked? I think too. What's I think too? It's my project for school, Mum. If you have a conversation with someone, but you don't tell them everything that was in your head, it sends them an e-bubble with all the words that you thought but didn't say. Star opened her mouth to shout at Nova, but nothing came out. You did say I could use your e-bubble account for my project, Mum. Star closed her mouth and then opened it again. I'm going to be famous. Nova strutted up and down the room. When will Dad be fully charged? I can't wait to tell him. His mother's face turned from red to white, back to red. Are you okay, Mum? asked Nova. Hey, look, you just sent me 20 e-bubbles. And that was, I think, too, from A Sense of the Sea by me, Anne-Marie Miles. So, there is only really one thing left for me to do today. Frankie, are you there? What is that about? Yes, what is that about? Well, I tell you what's driving me absolutely potty at the moment, and there's not much I can do about it, but I have this thing where my nose runs every time I eat, every time I eat. If I'm eating spicy food, like we had spicy tacos and I make my own taco seasoning, I don't buy it in a packet anymore. So it's, you know, it can be pretty spicy. So that might, then my nose just streams. I like, I literally have to have a box of tissues beside me when I'm having my dinner. But no matter what I eat, my nose runs. And seemingly it's to do with my allergies. It just aggravates 
and you see now, even though I'm talking about it now, I can feel myself. It sounds like I have a cold in my dose. Um, yeah, it just aggravates uh, the nasal passages. And yeah, my nose just, it's driving me potty. I was out for a meal the other day and I'm at the stage now where I have to have tissues near me when I'm eating because my nose will just start running. I need one serviette to catch the food I, that misses my mouth, which isn't much, I can tell you. And I have, uh, I need a couple of tissues then for the uh, nasal passages. Yeah, pretty gruesome, pretty gross, but you know, it is what it is. And that is what is annoying me today. Um, this weekend's quite exciting. I'm going to the Association of Christian Writers Jubilee Weekend, WOWIG, worth our weight in gold. The Association of Christian Writers in the UK was 50 years old last year, but of course, couldn't do it last year. And uh, that's what's happening this weekend. So I'll let you know how that goes. And we've got people like Adrian Plass and Bridget Plass and Paul Carenza and some others speaking. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be a busy weekend. Uh, so until then, I am so grateful for the positive comments that I get about the podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, do go and leave a review. That would be fantastic. Thank you very much for buying the coffees and for signing up to the mailing list. Don't forget to sign up to the mailing list. And you'll find all of the information at annemariemiles.co.uk. And I will see you and you will hear me next week. Bye-bye.